Come on. Hello, dear listener. Before we get into today's show, quick ask. If you find value in today's show or you've gotten value out of a previous show, please leave us a quick five-star review. Be super grateful. Thanks a lot. Welcome to Money Savage, a savage approach to personal finance. This is George Grumbacher, and the time is right. Welcome to today's guest, a strong and powerful Ben Golden. Ben, are you ready to do this? I definitely am. How are you today, George? I am doing great, and I'm ready. Let's let's do this. Ben is the CEO of Golden Tax Relief, an org helping individuals and businesses with wage garnishments, delinquent tax returns, bankruptcies, and more. I'm excited to have you on. Ben, tell us a little bit about your personal life, some more about your work, and why you do what you do. Definitely. Uh, I've been married 20 years, and... Uh, I've got two kids, um, both teenagers at this point. So uh, my son turns 18. My daughter turns 16 later this month. So that's a little bit about me. Um, Work-wise, I help people with IRS problems. And uh, we just help great people get out of bad spots that they've uh, found themselves in. Nice. So congratulations on 20 years. Thank you. Is that a? I I am uh, not aware of of what the traditions are when 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 it comes to different anniversaries. But I have to imagine that 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 twenty is a pretty good one. And I'm going to ask another personal question. Do you guys have big plans? You have a what's 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 going well, on, or what actually went on for twenty years? Well, we wanted to go on a Mediterranean cruise. Mm. However, mm. right. <laughs> that's, Slightly got sidelined. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, so maybe next year we'll we'll figure it out. <laughs> there you go. All right. Perfect. I like it. All right. So, I was just reading on on LinkedIn, or perhaps it was your website, that something like fourteen million people owe the IRS money. Yeah. So right now, the IRS um, has identified fourteen million people that owe the IRS money plus another 7 million people that have not filed their taxes in the past several years. So there's roughly 21 million people that either um, are identified by the IRS as owing 10 to $15,000 or more, or will soon uh, be identified by the IRS that they owe that much money. Wow. Okay. So ten to fifteen thousand dollars or more. That's a, so. That's that is that is a substantial amount of money. It definitely is. Um, and you know, with everything happening with the CARES Act and, the, and Congress getting aggressive to help with COVID nineteen, you know, they are going to be asking the IRS to go after some of the money that they do not have in the coffers because they've just spent trillions of dollars to help get the economy back on track, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was something I was definitely curious about. I, I like literally wrote down, are they going to become more aggressive because of everything that's just happened? So you're in the camp of saying that, yeah, that's probably going to happen? Oh, definitely. 
they had already started getting more aggressive before COVID-19 happened, before the coronavirus, and it slowed them down. So it put them uh, behind about a year on their goals uh, of collecting more. Um, however, I think that they're going to come back even more aggressive than what they first um, slated to be. Now, when you say they're behind on their goals, are, are, are their goals public? Do they publish that, saying this year we're, 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 we're coming after y'all hard? So, yes and, yes and no. Uh, the commissioner, uh, Mr. Charles Redding, he is a former resolution specialist. And one of the things that he wanted to do was focus on compliance. And he put his goals out there and saying, we want to focus on compliance. We want everyone to stay in compliance. Um, and that goal has been pushed down to his commissioners and revenue officers and revenue agents. Okay. So when we say they want to focus on compliance, what, is, what does that mean? Uh, have you filed your tax return? Oh. So compliance means did you file? Because if they know that you did file, then they and that gets them into the what they call the ten-year statute of how long the IRS gets to collect from you if you do owe them money. All right, so you said that they have a, a, a there's a a ten-year period. So if I filed my taxes in 2004 and I actually owed and didn't pay. They, they they wouldn't be able to come after me? So if you file your 2003 taxes in 2004, let's say by right. 415 of 4, then the IRS has 10 years to collect the money that you owe for that 2003 tax year, and they have up until uh, 415 of 24 to collect the money. And there are some very specific circumstances where they can put that time frame on hold, but they typically only will collect for 10 years. Okay, got it. And how often does it take them 10 years to uh, actually go back and, 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 and find discrepancies? Is that common? Well, I'll give you an example. We had a client um, earlier this year that came in for us to help them and uh, they made really great money uh, with their construction business however uh, the husband unfortunately gambled their company's earnings away mm. and lost everything and then he was in a really bad automobile accident and became disabled so now he owed over three hundred thousand dollars in taxes and he no longer could make money to pay those taxes. So we put them onto a plan where they only paid $158 a month, and that 10-year statute went away for um, almost all of it. They only owe about $36,000 now. So it, it went away for almost all of it. When you say it, it, it went away, that just means that a 10-year period elapsed and they were paying, whatever you said, 150 bucks, And then at the yep. end of the 10 years, they, they don't have to pay the remaining balance? Uh, that's right. So oh. because, the 10 years, because the 10 years elapsed, they no longer are responsible to pay that $330,000 roughly 
um, because the 10-year statute uh, elapsed. The IRS is no longer going to request them to pay that money. Wow, that's I'm 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 pretty surprised by that. That's obviously a great outcome for for client and for people that are in a terrible situation. Um, and I think that probably people will be surprised to hear that. When 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 you told them that, I'm sure that they were obviously well. I don't know that. What I'll just ask, what what was the conversation, and how did how 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 was that $150 number settled upon? So the $150 number was settled upon because we used tools in order to reduce the total amount that they could pay, or that the IRS showed that they had an ability to pay. So after we were able to reduce the total amount that they had the ability to pay then it became a waiting game and to make sure that they paid all of their monthly payments on time so the irs didn't come back and ask more questions when we had the conversation that we knew what date that it would be they were elated because they had no idea that there was a statute of limitations on how long the irs had the right to collect so, I mean, it's a it's a game changer for them. It was a game changer. It's it, You know, you feel like you get your financial freedom and financial life back when you no longer have to pay over $300,000 to what I would consider a super creditor. Well, that's, that's, that's 100% right because that super creditor has the ability to, to take probably pretty serious action on you. What, what what weapons do they have in their arsenal to obtain the money that you owe them? They can seize assets. Uh, I, had, I had a client before they got involved with me. Uh, the IRS came in and seized their 401k. And hmm. they lived in a community property state. So not only did they seize you know, the asset of the husband, but also the wife. So that was that was very unfortunate. Um, they have the right to levy, meaning that they can just go into your bank account and just take all the funds out. They have the right to garnish, and that means that they'll go into your Social Security check or your W-2H, and they can take up to 70% of that W-2H. Wow. And then they, of course, have the right to lien property, meaning uh, once they put a, a public lien on it, you can't sell property unless the uh, the IRS gets the profits from that from that property. So they can't take my house away, but they can put a lien on it? Yeah, of course they can take your house away as a seizure. Oh, they can. But you have to be a, <laughs> yeah, but you have to be a really bad player to to do that. Meaning, you know, the IRS takes those actions if you don't talk to them and you you don't respond to their letters and you know, but I'll tell you, the, the IRS is, is not usually going to take your personal residence away. If you have a second home, they'll take the second home before they will the first home. Because, honestly, they just don't want the bad press of saying, you know, the IRS came and, take, came and took a home for someone that was disabled or someone that, you know, didn't sure. have an ability to pay them back anyway. So, Yeah, that certainly makes sense. I'm surprised to hear, for some reason, I thought I was under the impression that 
that qualified plan assets like a 401k or an IRA, that those were creditor protected. They are creditor protected, but remember, we're dealing with a super creditor. Okay. So the IRS. So is the IRS, <laughs> the IRS has the IRS has the ability to come in and take any asset that you own, and honestly, they don't care if the asset is owned by husband and wife. Um, that becomes um, something that they have to deal with. So, for example, if you have a business and you have a partner, um, they could come and take assets from that business, even though the partner doesn't owe the taxes. Mm. Wow. So what's the moral of the story here? It's It sounds like you need to have an open line of communication with the IRS for sure. Exactly. Exactly. That's, that's the number one key uh, item is you have to make sure that you don't stick your head in the sand and procrastinate and just don't respond. When that letter from the IRS comes in, um, open it. Figure out what's going on. Talk to somebody that's a professional if you don't understand what's going on. You know, um, I personally had my uh, tax identity stolen. And so when that letter came in saying that somebody had filed my taxes and tried to attempt to get $90,000 refund on my personal Social Security number, I had to take action immediately to stop that from happening because somebody filed a fake W-2 under my Social Security number and attempted to file a fake tax return under my social security number and thank goodness they were stopped or else i po- i possibly could have been responsible for the fraud that someone else tried to commit and as a person that knows what they're doing it took me over three years to get it straight wow yikes it's talked about how we can probably expect the the irs to be more aggressive has there been an uptick in in criminal activity like that in recently? Um, I, I think so. Uh, the IRS has really done quite a bit over the past decade to stop scams and to stop people from stealing identities from a tax standpoint. Uh, the problem is if someone steals your mail or someone steals your identity from someone else and, and tries to, um, you know, file your taxes for you. Unfortunate thing is you have to prove yourself that it wasn't you who did it. Um, in my case, we were able to prove back that there was someone in Arkansas that did it instead of myself. So because of that, um, that's one of the reasons why they did see, oh yeah, it is fraud. The unfortunate thing is you still have to go get, you know, the police reports and all that kind of stuff. And, you know, as well as I do, police aren't going to go over jurisdiction lines to, to try to find someone anyway. Yeah, so that's without, a... yeah, So, I mean, so without you being very proactive and figuring out, okay, I got a letter, what does this mean? Um, if you're not, like you said before, if you don't have that open line of communication, you know, bad things can happen. And then the further away from the date that it happens, the less likely you're going to get it fixed. 
makes sense. It sounds like it. It sounds like that that for lack of a better term, that that there's humanity there. That in this story about the person that that became disabled, that they certainly worked with with uh, them, and they they work with people, which I'm certainly glad to hear. When when do people normally come to you? Well, I mean, you heard the ending of the story. the The middle of the story is uh, a, an IRS officer went to the gentleman's home, mm. and the gentleman was working in his garage. And the garage is fashioned, fashioned so you can't see a car drive up. So, literally, he walked into someone's. The IRS officer walked into his garage while he was working and scared him, and. Um, the the taxpayer was lucky he didn't have a weapon or something like that then because um, it could have gotten bad sure. uh, the gentleman the gentleman um, cursed him and uh, it was a it was a bad situation so um, you know we were able to take that and mitigate those problems but you know that's sort of that's sort of extreme um Fortunately, it came out in the end good for the client, but, you know, so far as when should you contact somebody, if you get a notice that you don't understand and you can't understand in regards to your taxes, you need to contact your CPA. If the IRS is auditing you or says that you owe um, a lot of money that you didn't know that you owed, then you may want to contact someone that specializes in the field um, in lieu of your CPA. Got it. That makes sense. So the CPA first, and then and then work 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 through it from there. I like it. Yeah, because I I, I tell people that, you know if you have a heart problem, you don't want to go to a general surgeon. Hmm, you want right. to go to someone that specializes in cardiology. Uh, you know, CPAs and you know specialists are slightly different in that. You know, in that way, because you know, I'm not saying that a CPA is a generalist. I'm saying that um, an expert will focus on all of the aspects of resolution only, as opposed to doing a lot of different things. Yeah, that makes sense. Well, Ben, Savage Nation is ready for your difference-making tip. What do you have for them? I would tell you, if you owe money or not make sure you file your taxes on time every single year. It doesn't matter if you owe them $100,000, file your taxes on time. The reason is because there's up to a 25% penalty if you don't file them timely. Whack, that is great stuff. That definitely gets Come on. Come on. Yeah, I think that everybody in America would rather not pay a 25% penalty on top of what they already owe, so I appreciate that. Well, Ben, thank you so much for coming on. Where can Savage Nation learn more about you? How can people engage with you? Definitely, you can go to my website and find out a little bit more about me and about us as a team, www.goldentaxrelief.com. That's goldentaxrelief.com. Or you can call us, 844-229-8936. Perfect. Well, Savage Nation, if you enjoyed this as much as I did, show Ben your appreciation and share today's show with a friend who also appreciates good ideas, go to goldentaxrelief.com. Check out the great resources or just give them a call. Thanks again, Ben.
I appreciate it. Thank you for having me. And until next time, keep fighting the good fight because we are all in this together. Spending too much time on social? Is your daily screen time over two hours? Are you a little bit overweight? Not saving enough money? Any or all of these are familiar. Strive could be for you. The Strive two-week online boot camp will help you to detox your mind, body, and money, getting you on your way to a happier, healthier, wealthier, and more confident life. Go to strivedetox.com, S-T-R-I-V-E-D-E-T-O-X.com, and get your mind, body, and money right.